this is a warning to everybody listening that this has got massive trigger warnings for abuse, violence, torture, uh, sexual assault. Just be careful listening to this episode. Hello and welcome to On Wednesday's We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kay, and Yasmin Suman. Hi, hi, hi. That's me. If you hear dogs fighting, um, it's because Yasmin's having a dog fight in their bedroom. Don't make it sound like I let my dogs fight as if they're like in an MMA cage match. They're just two puppies wrestling. They're not even fighting anymore. If you look in the back, they're actually cuddling. Oh, very cute. Yasmin's dogs are cuddling. Um, But before, it sounded like it was Christmas. They were just tinkling so much. Um, (laughs) Right. So, because Yasmin and I like depressing ourselves, we thought we would come back and do another Marilyn Manson episode. Another Marilyn Manson episode. Um, I don't know why I sang that. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll have to edit that out. That was really insensitive. A lot's happened. We did our Marilyn Manson episode on the 3rd of March in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's over a year later and there's been a lot, but also not that much going on. And so we thought we'd have a catch up and talk about it. I feel like there's not that much going on in the case, but there's a lot going on with regards to social media and what people are saying and other cases that have kind of mm. influenced this one. So it's been an interesting year. I'll say that. Well, let's run through some of the things that have happened since we last spoke. I think on our show, we probably spoke about Wolf Alice's Ellie Roswell sharing her experience and her solidarity. Yep. Um, because she spoke up about her experience. Mm-hmm. And Esme Bianco, we spoke about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just when Esme had started her case because she was suing Marilyn Manson, his former manager. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, Manson called her allegations false, denied everything. I'd just like to point out, we're just we're just going to say what people have posted we have not done any research other than repeating what news outlets have put so don't come to us for a news source we don't know marilyn manson we don't know what's true and what's not true we're just talking about it also please don't yell at us and say that we're spreading lies because we are just repeating what news news outlets are posting so there you go get in touch with news outlets if you've got a complaint say it to them um so this is all according to billboard what i'm giving you here um so his ex ashley morgan in the may 2021 spoke about abuse mm-hmm. and so there was loads of things that went forward um but the big thing i would say really is how many people have alleged abuse the fact that evan rachel wood named marilyn manson that was big that was, that was big. massive and the biggest thing i think is um so there was a whole back and forth because it was alleged that Marilyn Manson and his new wife in particular was threatening to release pictures of her from when she was underage. That's horrible. Isn't it? And so there was a whole argument about that. And on top of that, continuing on from that, he denied it, I'd just like to point out. Um, one denied of the things her he, allegations or denied all denied the everything she said but she Evan Rachel Wood felt threatened and felt that her son was threatened and she had to move house and it was a terrifying time for her her son uh, who's eight years old mind you yeah and so then what ended up happening is she released a little bit earlier this year she released a documentary which I watched and it was so fucking heavy I watched really? a lot of true crime stuff oh my god I watched so much true crime stuff 
but this really was a hard watch it was um Mm. phoenix rising which is about evan rachel wood's childhood her the abuse the alleged abuse that she suffered at the hands of marilyn manson and, and the details the specifics like getting things like getting tortured how she tried to get away how all of these things that's heavy it was so heavy she goes into so much detail but all of the women come together in this as well with their stories they meet up with um marilyn manson's marilyn manson's ex-personal assistant Mm -hmm. he's talking he's called dan he's talking about how allegedly marilyn manson used to get dan to film threats to people really yeah about how marilyn manson was going to kill these women blah blah but he also talks about how evan rachel wood how her personality changed that's interesting it was really interesting um it was it's worth watching if you can watch things like that or if it's not too triggering Mm. um but the big one is that on March the 2nd, Marilyn Manson filed a defamation lawsuit against Evan Rachel Wood, calling her allegations of sexual abuse against him malicious falsehood. No. Um, he and, filed a defamation against yeah. her. And he says that what she had was an organised attack. And that's why he's been accused by multiple women of sexual misconduct. Um and he said this detailed complaint has been filed to stop a campaign of malicious and unjustified attacks on brian warner that's his attorney howard king told billboard in a statement adding that the evidence of wrongdoing by wood is irrefutable that's really interesting that i know who is attorney. you said howard king and i'm like i know who that attorney is he manages personally? a lot of celebrity cases no not oh. personally oh my god imagine if i knew him personally <laughs> just hang out with him on a friday night yeah um, yeah me, also, me and the king but um in on may 25th los angeles superior court judge dismissed a lawsuit against manson filed by his former personal assistant ashley walters um and it said that it was past the statute of limitations so it was on a technicality well, we don't know how much evidence there, there was, but they're citing that, yes. Let that me just te- say this. Just because this is something I, I, I think this kind of case really um, really brings to light for me personally. This is my personal opinion, okay? Um, Look at us trying to be so cautious about getting it. sued by fucking We don't Marilyn have the Manson. money to get sued. <laughs> Let me say this personally. I'll take the bullet for this one. I think it's really interesting how uh, cases get thrown out on technicalities because it, it doesn't necessarily mean the person didn't do it. It just means yeah. technically they don't have enough evidence to hold up in court, which is interesting. Yeah, it's it was really brutal reading through it and um, seeing everything evolve. And it was, it was sad for people who believe the um the victims it was sad mm. that they didn't find anything when they did do a search of marilyn manson's home um and it, it just seems like what i don't understand is how there's so many women i don't understand the difference and i'll be completely honest it's because i haven't done enough research into this but i don't understand how um bill cosby and um weinstein and all these people have how marilyn manson's got away with so many people accusing him of this and there there does seem to be a lot of supporting evidence and i don't understand fully 
yeah how what's bigger, gone on bigger here celebrities <laughs> how bigger celebrities have gotten uh, not gotten away with this but he has i don't understand it either i think let me say this is my own personal opinion as somebody who has trigger warning been groomed by alternative men i think there's something specifically unique about our scene and the predators within it because they pick on specifically vulnerable people who are mentally vulnerable and emotionally vulnerable and especially when you're into like rock music and heavy music in this scene you are particularly vulnerable because you either have daddy issues mommy issues childhood trauma that's why you listen to heavy music so the people who prey on us in these spaces they have like a whole new level of manipulation over us mm. and, and control over us that you wouldn't get normally and it's it's so twisted and weird and I'm sure if we spoke to a psychologist they'd be able to explain it a lot better than I am but I think because of the scene that we're in if he was in any other scene he wouldn't get away with it as, as easy as he is getting away with it. What, one of the things I learned watching the documentary that I didn't know and the reason it's called Phoenix Rising is because Evan Rachel Wood with the help of the other women who um, are alleged victims, they're trying to change the statute of limitations. Really? Yeah. So they're trying to change it from, I think, three years to 10 years. And you see it in, you see, I'm not going to give away because it's a big part of the film. So I'm not going to give away what actually ends up happening, but you see their progress as part of it. Wait, can you explain the Statue of Limitations? Because I feel like some people won't get it. And also, what do you mean it's only three years? So, like, let's say if something... If I do a crime, um, different crimes have different statutes of limitation. And so that means that, let's say I sexually harass you, Yasmin, you have a set amount of time to report me. And if you report me past a certain time... It doesn't get prosecuted. It's only because... three years for the statute. Are you having a laugh? And the whole point that Evan Rachel Wood is going through is that like, it takes a long time sometimes to realise that you were actually groomed or raped, etc, etc. What? Mm. Three years? Yeah. Three years? That's not long. Like, come on, seven years at least. Fucking hell. I know. It takes ages what sometimes to realise. Like, especially if you were 15 when it happened or you were 13, right, and you're being groomed as a child, you wouldn't realise that. Well, I think that's different because then that becomes trafficking. But even if you were, like, 18, 19, 20, 21, I don't think I would realise at 21 that I was being groomed when I was 18. Like, you don't realise... Dude, what? This is... Oh, my God. I'm spiralling. She's trying to increase it. But, yeah, you'll see more in the documentary when you watch it very 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 good yeah i didn't watch it purposely because i wanted you to kind of explain it to me and i'm my mind is boggled oh the details she has yasmin like she kept diaries her family are speaking on it as well her friends about her state of mind it she tells story after traumatic story after traumatic story and it is savage do you know what's really sad though if she hadn't have kept all this evidence no one would have believed her do people or, like, believe her people, now? People would believe it. I, that's the point. People don't believe it, and she's got evidence. Like, can you imagine if she hadn't have got all this, these diary entries, these people to come forward? And it's hard yeah. to get people to come forward. It in is these hard because he's such a massive name in the industry, and he has so many powerful people around him that he he could do horrible things. Like, it's just damn. One of the most powerful think. things um, that really got me was 
talking about the video for heart-shaped glasses and if you haven't seen it it's very pornographic mm-hmm. um but she was saying that in that video that took three days to film she was she's alleging that she was raped she was drugged and she was raped um, in the video in the video whilst the crew were stood around all she'd need is crew members to say that that happened and then whoa people are scared i don't know whether maybe it didn't i don't know but yeah she's alleging that she was raped and but the hardest thing is that video is still up so she has to watch her rape wow that's her her rape is there on youtube dude that's fucked up see i only i kept up with the manson case since the last time we covered it because that's when the news broke about her coming out against him and naming him as her abuser because she's been fighting fighting this for a few years i remember she was in court it might have been the Los Angeles. Don't quote me on this. She was in court around 2017 trying to uh, speak out against domestic violence and she spoke out against um, an experience she had with an ex-partner and people by proxy assumed that mm. it was Manson because of the time frame that she was talking about. Um, but then when we filmed the episode last year, that's when she named him as the person yeah. she was talking about. What I find interesting is since that time, there have been other cases, other celebrity cases as well in the spotlight and in the mainstream media um, of domestic abuse and defamation, very similar to this. You know, the Johnny Mm. Depp case is a great example. And seeing how that panned out on social media, I'm honestly worried for this case because like, I have no opinion in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. I think they're both terrible people. I think they're both abusive to each other and it is what it is. But the case that Johnny Depp was bringing towards Amber Heard was a defamation case, not a domestic abuse case. So he was saying... And they're good friends, Manson and Depp. I know, I like, know. But to the, the po- point that Marilyn Manson is the godfather to Johnny Depp's daughter. <gasps> so, and they've got matching tattoos. It's like that level of friendship. Even Dude. we haven't got matching tattoos. I know. Yes. I think you have an award-winning podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Johnny Depp, uh, you know filed a defamation lawsuit against Amber Heard for an article she wrote um, where she, I don't know if she mentioned him or not, but she definitely described their relationship. Regardless, the issue I had with that was it was a defamation case. The fact that people saw that defamation lawsuit as like a a team Jacob, team Edward like fanfare, it it was horrifying because it's like, imagine, firstly, there's so many layers to this, but imagine you're the victim of this and people are panning out your abuse. <laughs> oh my God, are you team Johnny Depp or are you, t- are you team Manson yeah. or you team Rachel? Like, it must be so horrible. This is like an episode of Black Mirror, dude. It is, isn't it? And like, the worst... Fully. I think what people need to keep in mind as well is that Marilyn Manson started dating Evan Rachel Wood when she was 18 and he was 37. And that's not illegal in and of itself. It's not. But, but the mental, that smells fishy to yeah, me. Yeah, the mental loopholes that you have to get through to do that. I'll always say this. If there is a power imbalance by age, by job title, by like position, like if there is an imbalance, regardless of what it is, it's still an imbalance and you need to acknowledge that because... It's never going to be a healthy relationship if one of you is 37 and the other one is 18 because mentally she's still a teenager. 
he is a grown mm. adult at 37. But like, people get women, don't they? They go, oh, women are so much more mature at that age. That's not true. No. And if you're really believing not. that, it's not true. And also, here's the, I'll, I'll always say this, I live by this. If a man can't date someone his own age or close to his own age, there is a reason for that. Why is a 37-year-old dating an 18-year-old? It's because no one his own age can mentally put up with his bullshit. Well, either way, um, this is worrying. I'm really afraid for Evan Rachel Wood with this defamation case. Um, I'm afraid, I'm afraid for her. The, I'm, I'm afraid because I had hope when we first did that episode. Yeah. And then all the Johnny Depp stuff came out and it was like there were TikTok trends using his audio. There yeah. were like Johnny Depp t-shirts, people getting tattoos, people making a whole fanfare out of it. And people who aren't qualified to speak on this. And when I say qualified, I mean... The only people who should be speaking on who's right and who's wrong and the case itself and the logistics of it are lawyers, are people who've worked in the judiciary system and journalists, journalists who cover criminal law, right? They're the only people, legitimate sources that I will actually listen to and be like, you know what, true, you're right. Everyone else, like true crime YouTubers were covering it, being like, oh my Mm. God, this is so emotional. Like it seemed so dystopian to think that people were covering the defamation case as this like oh it's proof that she's lying you can you can come out about someone and still get sued for defamation for doing it doesn't mean it's not true it's like sophie could slap me in the face and call me a bitch right now and it would be true and it would be true if (laughs) i said sophie's a cunt because she slapped me in the face i could get sued for defamation because i called her a cunt for doing it doesn't mean she didn't do it It means the way I went about coming out about her doing that to me would be defamation. Like, I just, I, there's so many layers to it. But what I found interesting, and there's this huge master thread on Twitter. um, This isn't our only source. We have done other research. But there's this huge master thread on Twitter from a uh, a user called Camilla. But it's K for Miller. And then the the second L in Miller is a one, AA. Um, they tweeted about the Manson case and, you know, updates with what's happening with Evan Rachel Wood and the amount of people who responded saying hashtag Evan Rachel Wood is a liar, very similar to the hashtag Amber Heard is a liar. Mm. Um, and then there's hashtag, uh, they won't, they're, they're like people were using Johnny Depp memes and Johnny Depp, uh, you know, fanfare to support Marilyn Manson and go against Evan Rachel Wood. And I thought that was so interesting that people think that because Johnny Depp won his case that now all cases of defamation against abuse victims are going to go the same way and that we need to support the, the abusers, alleged abusers. It's, um, by the way, that Camilla also has a um, petition on there, like a change.org to ask YouTube to take down and remove the heart-shaped glasses video. 100%. I think... Um, um, yeah, I signed it. And it has, so far, it has, at the recording date of this, it has 67,500 signatures. I I honestly, if we're going to like give our updated views on all of this, personally, I hope that they don't live stream the case like they did with um, yeah. Depp and Heard because it caused so much fanfare and it caused people who know nothing about the law to speak on shit that they just don't understand. Although, saying that, Yasmin, historically, normies don't like alternative people. And I wonder whether that's going to stand against 
Marilyn Manson because it will only be rock fans, I assume, defending Marilyn Manson. And because he's still, do you know he's still got 7 million followers on Instagram? No. 7 million. 7 million. Um, and I wonder whether it will be just rock fans supporting him. But then I guess you never know because the, the way it's marketed. <sighs> I will say this. I just, like... I oh, there's so many layers. I'm depressed now. <laughs> I'm depressed. I am depressed. Is there any other updates in this case? Because also just... one more one more update. Um, so one of the updates is that um, <laughs> Kanye West and Marilyn Manson have been working to- together, um, and uh, there's something going on there. <laughs> Did you and see him? Did you see him admit that he's now a Christian and, and do his whole come coming to God thing? Oh my Jesus Christ. Dog's making you jump. Um, doggo. <laughs> Shush. Um, talk about Marilyn Manson. He's angry. He's angry, understandably. Um, yeah, I think maybe we'll leave all of that stuff there, but I think it's important that we touch on, right? I found a, a really good article here and it talks about grooming. Oh, okay. I, I didn't um, want to seem excited then. <laughs> oh, grooming. Ooh, yes. Grooming. No, I think um, it's good to understand this stuff. So according to the um, NSPCC, grooming is a form of abuse that involves manipulating someone until they're isolated, dependent, and more vulnerable to exploitation. There are different types of grooming. Um, it can be carried out from an individual to an individual, such as online grooming and child sex abuse, but it can be a group of people as well. And they point out here, this is on skillsplatform.org, that um, it doesn't happen overnight. And they talk about this different stages. And interestingly, they mentioned the thing that you mentioned about that, that like separation of power. There's like a power dynamic imbalance. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think that's really important. So if, if you're, things to watch out for um, is... Those people tend to be quite vulnerable, the ones who mm-hmm. are being groomed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the power power dynamic. They gain the victim's trust, so they'll be very flattering and they can make you feel very special. They might start as a friend or a partner, um, but they'll also fulfil a need and then they'll isolate, which I think happens a lot in relationships, so do be aware of that. Whether Male, female, doesn't matter. The make you feel special bit is like very pertinent because they'll say, yeah. um, you know, I don't usually date people like this young, but you're just really mature for your age. Ooh. Like, you know, you're just so smart and intelligent. Like, you know better. Like, you're not like other girls. They'll say that. And then they'll be like, whenever you're in an argument, <laughs> as someone who's been groomed, they'll be like, I expected better from you. You're meant to be mature and smart, but you need to act your own age. Like, don't be a baby i'm not gonna baby you like they're so condescending it's crazy yeah but there's so many different power imbalances that people don't realize like if you're at your lowest point in your life and someone comes to you and they like you don't realize it but it's always when you're at your lowest point mentally that people will prey on you and that is a power imbalance in itself because if you're not if you're not mentally well and you're not feeling great in yourself and someone's trying to manipulate that that's that's wrong it's hard to spot it though because like I had a relationship with a narcissist um, that broke up in 2016 that was the thing that nearly killed me um, and 
I I thought the relationship was perfect because I was looking at dating narcissists as well because you don't have to be underage to fall victim to all of this stuff. Um, and dating a narcissist, when you first meet them, oh my God, you feel so special. And you're like, ah, this is the reason why I haven't fallen in love because I was waiting for this soulmate and we just have a connection like no other. And you just feel that everything's so special. But you've got to give it three to six months before you say I love you or fall in love or trust or anything like that because things change. And if someone is still the person you met after three to six months, cool. Yeah. But things, but don't give it all in the first few months. Yeah, if you're saying I love you within the first weeks, babe, run (laughs) and there's always some kind of commitment there's always like a commitment of let's move in together let's there's just always these big commitments quite early on i find even if you work together i will always say this don't date people you work with don't date people you directly work under as well because there will always Mm. be that power imbalance whether you realize it or not if you ever want to leave that relationship you can't you can't because it will fuck up your job so yeah i went to this therapist and she said if someone's charming and confident on the first date it means they're not nervous and if they're not nervous they don't put any value in you and so yeah you should actually watch out for people being nervous and find it in a so I had to change my brain and when I started dating I watched out for people who got nervous on first dates and I started to find that attractive because it meant they put value into me yeah it means that they were nervous and they like yeah and they're like oh my god she's really pretty or she's really cool and they're a bit nervous um whereas a narcissist does not get nervous they'll just tell you how wonderful you are yeah confidently or they'll make you feel crazy that's another one. Oh god been there i am, the, I am way they, crazy the way they make you feel crazy but they also make you act crazy um yeah and no one can make you do anything like therapy speak you make your own choices but you do start to people lose drive your brain. you crazy people you're, drive you're you gaslit crazy. yeah when you are depraved of your like needs in humanity by people who personally dangle it over your head to their own will you will become crazy like i will always say to people who are like oh i've got loads of crazy exes it's like well are they crazy or did you drive them crazy because there's a difference here's the other thing and this is this is for all genders um and everything in between this isn't like a gender thing either but watch out for feeling like you're on eggshells a little bit feeling like just a little bit on edge doesn't even have to be intense, just a little bit. You're scared about how they'll react. B, watch out for the fact you're not telling your friends everything that they do and every argument you have. You're <laughs> hiding some things to yourself. Yeah. Um, and then C, when you do tell your friends, how do your friends respond? And are you holding things back because you're scared of how your friends will respond? Because your friends will sometimes have your best interests even when you don't have your best interests at heart. Yeah, 100%. And also don't ever beg for love you should never have to beg for love or do anything for love like if they say to you if you love me you do this that's not love god i don't wow is that is that something you've experienced yes or having to be like why don't you make any effort why don't you do this if you're the only person putting an effort in a relationship and they're not and they only put in effort when it benefits them that is another way that they are manipulating you because they are only tapping in when it suits them and if they are consciously doing that it's manipulative. My These advice people is to just are not, everywhere. Not to date anyone and be single forever. It's really well, fun. that's not great advice, but you can heal yourself and you can attract better people. Yes, yes. Heal yourself. Take a break. Oh my God. Another cra- <laughs> Sorry, we're just going to sit here all day. Another crazy people thing is um, if they move from relationship to relationship without taking a break, 
big red flag big red flag i saw a tiktok that was like if someone has to constantly move from relationship to relationship it's because they don't want to change themselves they just want to change a face so it's going to be different people but the same person dating them and it's like damn that's true Mm. that is true some people are also scared of being on their own though it depends how they've moved from relationship to relationship if there's like been like i remember i had an ex once who cheated and then cheated on the next girl cheated then cheated on the next girl didn't cheat with me because i would never cheat on someone else because um you either break up with someone or you're with me but then cheated on me and then cheated on the next girl so like yeah it depends how they move like that's obviously dodgy but some people are just insecure like i've got a friend who's really sweet and she always ends up in relationships really quickly Damn. but she attracts the narcissists because she's looking for someone so she's just attracting the narcissist so quickly same girl same been there done they're, that. they're so i narcissists love me and the thing is is if you are someone who says you always feel what other people feel you're quite empathetic that can also be fodder for narcissists yes i just suggest therapy for everyone yeah me too and I if you've got teenage kids oh, oh i'm sorry I'm so sorry. Anyway, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at We Wear Black Pod on Twitter and Instagram and We Wear Black Pod at gmail.com if you'd like to email us your hate mail if you're a Marilyn Manson fan. We are sorry. I'm at Yasmin Supernex on everything. Feel free to send me your hate there. I am Sophie K on everything. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get sued by Marilyn Manson's people. That should be our slogan. Hopefully we don't get sued. <laughs> I mean, it might happen one day, but we'll see. Right in by the seat of our pants. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week. <laughs>